my name is Victoria Medina. Welcome to the One Nation, One Mission, One Promise podcast, a place where we celebrate our unique and diverse citizenship. Each week, I have been discussing a line from the first document of the Charters of Freedom, the Declaration of Independence, specifically because if we don't understand our own mission, our own rule book about how our government works, how can we hire the best person for the job, for multiple jobs, if we don't have a clear understanding of the duties we wish for them to perform on our behalf? Now, I say this all the time. This is a place to celebrate, not a place for anger. This is a place to have a positive and uplifting conversation, not to look at America through rose-colored glasses, but to listen to each other and to celebrate the contributions all Americans from all cultures, races, skin tones, religious, non-religions, and more have given to America and ultimately to your life, to my life, and how we don't even know the gifts that have been given to us, the gifts that we take for granted every day because of the work another person is given, someone who may be entirely different from you or I. The most important investment you can make for your life today, for all your tomorrows, is to vote. Now, we say that in every election because it's true in every election. Think about how you voted last time and where we are today. Think about what might have been if you voted differently. Every election is the most important investment you make in your lifetime. You vote for your life for your family's life, for your neighbor's life, for your community, and you make the decision to vote for the world. Every person, from the local representative to president of the United States, is your public servant. They work for you. They serve you. You have a voice in who that person will be. It is your vote. The chart is of freedom. This podcast is dedicated to the appreciation, understanding, and protection of the founding documents of the nation, the Charters of Freedom, which include the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. It is also dedicated to how these documents gave the invaluable protections to living our best lives. There are countries who still do not have the freedoms we have. It is why it is so important to understand these documents and to not ever take them for granted. It is also why today I am excited And I'm honored to be with you today. And I'm honored that you are listening. And it is an honor to dedicate this episode to our right as Americans to vote. Abraham Lincoln said, We the people are the rightful masters of both Congress and the courts, not to overthrow the Constitution, but to overthrow the men who pervert the Constitution. President Abraham Lincoln was the 16th 
President of the United States. His love for America, his dedication to America, his legacy to America was that he chose to not divide the Union, but gave his life to holding it together for you and I and for all the generations who will follow long after we are gone. As we still admire and are grateful to President Lincoln long after he has left this precious gift we call life. Let's talk about heroes. President Lincoln is for many and continues to be a hero. America is filled with heroes from all walks of life. What do I mean by all walks of life? For example, President Abraham Lincoln's family lived in poverty when he was born and as he grew up, but that did not stop him from becoming incredibly successful. And this could only have happened in America. So a hero is not a person who is from any one background. They could be female or male or LGBTQ. They could be a child or an adult. They could be of any skin color, of any religion, from any economic background. Who are your heroes? Susan B. Anthony said, The Declaration of Independence, the United States Constitution, the constitutions of the several states, and the organic laws of the territories all alike propose to protect the people in the exercise of their God-given rights. Not one of them pretends to bestow rights. Now, this is very interesting. This is a very interesting distinction to protect our rights. Susan B. Anthony was an extraordinary hero. Women may not have had the vote today or have been able to own and run companies or run for office or build their own wealth and own their own property if it were not for the single-minded dedication of Susan B. Anthony, all the women she collaborated with, and all the women who were inspired by her dedication to women's rights. Women may not have had the right to vote these last hundred years. They may not have had the right to vote at all, if it were not for Susan B. Anthony, and all the women before and after who raised their voices for people everywhere to have the right to vote. Vote to honor the legacy of all those who came before and gave you the right to vote. Who are your heroes? It is because of Susan B. Anthony and all the women who came after her that I share this beautiful quote. We have the oldest written constitution still in force in the world, and it starts with three words. We the people. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice of the United States of America. 
We the people are the first words of the Constitution of the United States, which begs the question, What do the founding parents mean to you? Most of us know the musical Hamilton. We know that he was a great and prolific writer. He believed in the power of the Charters of Freedom. He was like every other American before him and after, unless you are first, a First Nations person. He was an immigrant. But unlike many of his colleagues, he was, at the time of the Revolution, a recent immigrant. And look at what he accomplished for this country. This is what he said about the Charters of Freedom. Every act of a delegated authority, contrary to the tenor of the commission under which it is exercised, is void. No legislative act, therefore, contrary to the Constitution, can be valid. To deny this would be to affirm that the deputy is greater than his principal, that the servant is above his master, that the representatives of the people are superior to the people themselves, that men acting by virtue of powers may do not only what their powers do not authorize, but what they forbid. That is from Alexander Hamilton, one of our founding parents. And it really means the public servant is not above the people. The representatives of the people are not superior to the people themselves. When people abuse their powers, their powers are not authorized but are forbidden by the Charters of Freedom. Our founding parents were not homogenous. Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence and owned slaves. Alexander Hamilton helped to create our financial system and he owned slaves. Conversely, John Adams wrote the first and oldest constitution in the United States for the state of Massachusetts and he rented his home to Americans of African descent and never owned slaves. People evolve. Jefferson was flawed, but he left a legacy, a document that was bigger than him, a legacy that he was not able to live up to, but allowed future generations to aspire to become what he could not. John Adams, our second president, it was abhorrent to him to own slaves. He could not stand slavery. And he wrote a constitution, the one that he wrote for Massachusetts, that inspired the Constitution for America. And he set an example for his colleagues. He too was not without his flaws, but his legacy was to defend the rights of people, all the people. Two men, 
two men of European descent, two men who left a legacy you benefit from today, all Americans benefit from today. You are not voting for what they were yesterday. You are voting for what they gave to you to become today and what you will give to yourself and for your future generations to become tomorrow. You are not voting for what they were not. You are voting for how we as a country can be. You are voting for the continuing evolution of America. America is not a statue, but a living, breathing country that evolves. America grows from one generation to the next, and the only way to get to continue to grow is through the actions of the people to lift everyone up to the promise of America, to the promise of a more perfect union the promise of the Charters of Freedom. This is why you should vote. Painting everyone with the same brush is just another form of prejudice. America comes from the people and our founding principles, our core values that are held together and are protected by the Charters of Freedom the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. Those ideas have no party affiliation. They are not a skin color affiliation. They are not a religious affiliation. They are the ideologies of America. They are an American affiliation. The evolution of America continues with each Voting Rights Act. Women, men, LGBTQ. Some people were not given the right to vote until 1986. That was just 34 years ago when the uniformed and overseas citizens absentee voting act was passed Prior to 1986, military personnel who were living abroad servicing this great country could not vote. So there is a great honor and precedence and importance. So it is an entitlement. It is a right to be able to have an absentee vote. Because prior to 1986, military personnel couldn't vote. People who lived abroad and may have been working for the government abroad could not vote. Or if you were a citizen just living in another country for work or for any reason, you were not able to vote for anyone in your country until 1986 when they passed the Uniformed and Overseas Citizens Absentee Voting Act. So we have been voting, absentee voting for over, for 34 years now. So there is no concern about it unless we make it a problem 
It is not a problem. Voting rights keep evolving and shifting, and it is imperative that the right to vote, our sacred right, continues for each and every generation that follows. Voter suppression is simply not American. Be the hero in your own life. The Constitution of the United States was made not merely for the generation that existed in the past, but for all future generations. Martin Luther King said at his famous 1963 I Have a Dream speech, I will remind them that when the architects of our republic wrote the magnificent words of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, they were signing a promissory note to which every American was to fall heir. When you vote, you are a hero. And you may ask, what exactly defines a hero? A hero is, according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, a person admired for achievements and noble qualities, one who shows great courage. Voting is a right. It is an entitlement. And when you exercise that right, it is an achievement. And it is one of the noblest things you can do for America. Conversely, suppressing anyone's right to vote is ignoble. It is the most dishonest thing anyone can do to another American. To vote is an American right. If any American feels that it is courageous, then their rights their right is being suppressed. Be a hero and vote for the achievement and the nobility of voting for your life and for the lives of those around you. Be a leader in your own life. No one can know your thoughts and what are in the recesses of your mind, your heart, your soul. Many people give their voice over to a third party, a celebrity, a politician, a sports figure, or someone else. To admire and learn from great people is a gift we all have access to. But in the end, the decision is your decision. Vote and raise your voice towards where you wish to lead your life. Thomas Jefferson said, We do not have government by the majority. We have government by the majority who participate. Eleanor Roosevelt said, When will our consciences grow so tender that we will act to prevent human misery rather than avenge it? Voting allows you to consider the consequences of the person who will hold office. Every candidate has flaws. Which one will aspire to be the best they can be for all of humanity? You vote for the person who best represents you and your future. 
You are the leader of your destiny. Your vote is your voice that selects the person who will best represent you. Skin color. The wonderful poet Lawrence Overmeyer wrote, I am not a skin color. I contain all of humanity in my heart and my mind, my flesh, my blood, and my bones, and I am proud of that fact. You should be too. America is not a skin color. We are all the skin colors humanity has to offer. America is not a label. No matter who wins the office they are running for, they ultimately represent everyone. Not a party, not a religion, not race, not skin color. Everyone. Everyone in their district. Everyone in their area. So if you are a Republican or a Democrat and someone is elected and there are Democrats and Republicans in that district, he is obligated. She is obligated. They are obligated to represent the entire district, not just their party. Vote for representatives who will uphold the charters of freedom for all Americans to be cared for, regardless of race, creed, color, or religion. Race. Frederick Douglass said, When people ask me about the race problem, I know of no race problem. The great problem that confronts the American people today is a national problem. Whether this great nation of ours is great enough to live up to its own convictions, carry out its own declaration of independence, and execute the provisions of its own constitution. Frederick Douglass said this in 1890. We are in 2020. That's over a hundred years ago. You do the math. Think about that. America from its inception has always been a multicultural, multilinguistic, multiracial country. Benjamin Franklin knew this when he said, The ordaining of laws in favor of one part of the nation to the prejudice and oppression of another is certainly the most erroneous and mistaken policy. An equal dispensation of protection, rights, privileges, and advantages is what every part is entitled to and ought to enjoy. The power of your vote is the power of your voice. Your voice is that you vote for your future and the future for all Americans. Those who can vote and those who cannot vote. This is how powerful your vote is. That is the power of your voice. Don't let anyone make you feel small. In 1947, Ruth Gruber, journalist, 
photographer, writer, and government official said, Everyone can look inside his or her soul and decide what he or she can do to make a world at peace, to end this fighting that goes on every day around the world. The escalation of violence around America has been unprecedented in recent times. We want representatives who will bring all Americans together. We want representatives who want everyone to feel safe in their own homes and communities. We want public servants who want our children to go to school and feel safe in the classroom where they learn. We want public servants who want Americans to be safe from nature and man-made strikes. Vote for the safety of all Americans. What can you do today to uplift your community? In 1948, Mitsui Endo was the plaintiff in the case that rescinded the order to end Japanese internment. She said, I agreed to do it because it was for the good of everybody. Make no mistake, it was hard. But in the end, the Supreme Court upheld the Constitution and people were released. I did it for everybody. May America never again see internment camps inside its borders. Let us vote for the humane care and treatment for all people who enter America's borders. May we never again see children taken from their mothers. May we never again see families living in cages. The Eighth Amendment to the United States Constitution states, and this is in the Bill of Rights, Excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. May America never again impose the cruel and unusual punishment of taking a child from their parents. Vote to uphold the charters of freedom for everyone. What can you do today to uplift your neighbors? A great country needs the gifts of all its citizens. The more bankers and financial brokers who contribute to a great society, the stronger that society will be. In 1791, Haim Solomon said that. And he raised most of the money needed to finance the American Revolution and he raised money after the revolution to save the new nation from eminent financial collapse and failure. People with money can give financially to the benefit of the country. It promotes the general welfare for everyone. There is a difference between capitalism and greed. Freedom and the opportunity to build a business, to work, to make a living is fantastic. Capitalism serves everyone when it is not abused. When it moves towards greed, 
and the infrastructure of the country is not being maintained, that is a problem for everyone. Vote to promote the general welfare for the entire country. The more you uplift the people towards a more prosperous country and a healthy country, the more it benefits everyone. What can you do today to uplift your community? David McCullough is a Pulitzer Prize winning author. He is also one of my favorite authors. He wrote biographies about Theodore Roosevelt, Harry S. Truman, and my favorite John Adams. In 2008, he told his audience, A gift I carry with me every day is a copy of the Bill of Rights right here in my wallet. I see it as important as my ID, my driver's license, or my blood type. It is a part of me. Now, there are 10 amendments to the Bill of Rights. The first is the most powerful. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. In this incredibly powerful First Amendment, it includes freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom to peaceably assemble, and the freedom to tell the government when you are not happy. Now, I think this is a perfect time to share the next line of the Declaration of Independence. As I said earlier, each week I've been saying a line from the Declaration of Independence, and this is a perfect time. Now, we're at a point in the Declaration of Independence where Jefferson was writing about the grievances um, that he was stating to the king. And this one's a really powerful one. And this is the line in the Declaration of Independence. For protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states. Now that's powerful, really think about that. There was a ruler in another land that had control over America that America ended up fighting a war against and saying, I'm sorry, we're not going to be ruled by a king or a dictator. And so the meaning of this sentence was that the king protected the military or other people who were causing harm to the citizens of America with mock trials. America is a country of laws, and those laws, when presided by judges who are nonpartisan, protect all Americans. It is important to vote for representatives who will protect the laws for all the American people. What can you do to uplift the world? In 1987, Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall said the following on the 200th anniversary of the Constitution. And he said, We must be careful when focusing on the events which took place in Philadelphia two centuries ago 
that we not overlook the momentous events which followed, and thereby lose our proper sense of perspective. If we seek, instead, a sensitive understanding of the Constitution's inherent defects and its promising evolution through 200 years of history, the celebration of the miracle at Philadelphia will, in my view, be a far more meaningful and humbling experience. We will see that the true miracle was not the birth of the Constitution, but its life, a life nurtured through two turbulent centuries of our own making. Think about that. You are the co-owner of the greatest country in the world. Do not take for granted who you hire to be by your side, to represent, maintain, defend your precious life. Do not seek a party, but representatives who care about you, who care for the people, who care and believe in the charters of freedom, who celebrate the first lines of the Constitution, we the people, that is who you may wish to hire, so you and everyone may forever have the blessings of liberty. It is a mission entrusted to every American. It is a mission entrusted to you. It is inside your heart. It is inside your vote. Vote. 2020. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen. And I always appreciate your comments. So please send your comments. Please write a review. Please let me know what you think. Please ask me any questions. And let me know what you would like to also talk about. And if you'd like to be on the show, please let me know. I'd love to talk to you. I'm, I'm open to talking to everybody. So please let me know if you'd like to be on the show. You could share with me something that's your favorite part of the Charters of Freedom. And we could just have a great conversation from there. Feel free to visit my website at one nation, one mission, one promise.com and download the full Charters of Freedom to read. And please read along with me. Subscribe so you know when every episode goes up. And as I said, please leave a review. Please tell your friends. Please spread the word. Your support means so much. And I thank you. So until we next meet, celebrate your life. Celebrate your country. Celebrate who you are and raise your voice because your voice is the most important voice in the world. Be safe. Wear a mask. Be well. Take care of those around you and be love. Thank you. <laughs>